In this episode, we're discussing what it means to accept the past for what it is, lay it down, and let it go so you can grow. Welcome to Let's Grow. This is a personal development podcast, and I'm your host, Jeremy A. Taylor, but you can call me JT. Whether it's a short message from yours truly or an interview with a special guest, this is your place for weekly encouragement to keep going and growing. My goal here is simple, to leave you better than I found you. And I know your time is valuable, so let's dive right in. Hey guys, it's Jeremy and welcome back to the Let's Grow podcast. If you are tuning in for the very first time, man, it is a pleasure to have you here. Your time is valuable and I don't take the opportunity and responsibility lightly to share something that hopefully encourages you, empowers you, inspires you, helps you grow, become a little bit better. That's really what what, what we do here. And my goal is, is to simply leave you better than I found you in today's message as you heard the title, it's okay to look back, just don't stare. We're talking about the past because the sad truth for so many people is they're replaying their past uh, over and over again every day because that's the conversation that they're having with themselves. Uh, that's the reality that they're creating for themselves. And sadly, that's the, the, the low expectations uh, that they have of each day uh, that they step out into the world, and it's sabotaging their life. It's sabotaging their relationships. It's sabotaging their work. Um, it's really uh, sucking the life right out of them. And and I just want to speak to that today. I, I don't really have a a lengthy scripted message. Some of this is adapted from a, a previous blog post. I'm gonna speak to a little bit of that. I'm actually gonna touch on one of the four power questions that I often ask in a lot of speaking engagements that I have. And that one question is is how did I get here? We're gonna talk about that. It's one of the questions that I use on a quarterly basis to assess and reflect, kind of help course correct as I'm as I'm moving through a year and uh, thinking about the goals that I have, uh, you know, for, for my growth and, and for my family and for my work and, and my faith and what have you. So I don't know, this is just setting on my heart and uh, I, I just I felt like it would be a good time to drop another episode and uh, and we could speak to this because uh, there are a lot of people that uh, that are having a very very dark and negative conversation with themselves every single day. Matter of fact, I think I read one time. Don't hold me to this, but I think I read one time that like upwards of eighty plus percent of the conversation that we have with ourselves every day uh, is negative. You know, we're talking to ourselves about the things that we don't like. We're talking about the things that we don't deserve. We're, t- we're, we're telling ourselves that we're not good enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not smart enough. Yada, 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 yada. And the, and the, and the truth of the matter is, is that much of that, uh, comes from the seeds that have been planted by the enemy. Uh, and his hopes are that we would adopt those ideas as our own and take ownership of them and continue to live out, uh, this life of, of misery, because he told us that we're not worthy. He told us that we're not good enough. And and the truth is, is that you are. You are loved. You are fully known. You are cared for. Uh, the sacrifice of Jesus going to the cross was for you. Uh, and it was for your sins, despite what you may think about yourself. But either way, I mean, heck, we... I'm not trying to have church here tonight, although we could. <laughs> but uh, and I said tonight because I'm actually hanging out. This is an evening session where I'm recording. Uh, I'm not sure what time it is that that you're listening. You could be listening in in, in the morning. 
But either way, listen, it's okay to look back. Just don't stare. A mentor of mine once told me that. And if you really think about that idea, think about literally looking back at something and uh, think about tripping on what's behind. He said, only a fool trips on what's behind them. Think about how, how physically crazy that would be to trip on something that's behind you. Right. Obviously, there are people on a daily basis who aren't paying attention to where they're walking and they're looking back and they end up running into something. Uh, but that's I mean, that's probably happened to us all. Well, actually, in today's society, it's probably they were looking down at their phone and they ran in, into something. Right. Uh, but when you think about that idea of tripping on what's behind you, um, I mean, I, I think about my past and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to be real and vulnerable and, and authentic and uh and share a couple of details but when i think about tripping on what's behind me i think about the fact that uh much of 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 my past and much of the situations that i'm blessed with and the opportunities that i that i have i have i i have played small or i haven't really stepped up to the plate and put forth my best effort and brought my best attitude because of the the low expectations and uh, and the fear that I have of maybe things working out the same way that they did before, or maybe making the same mistakes. I mean, we've all been there, right? And uh, but let's just let's just all come to grips with the fact that at some capacity we have all allowed the past to hinder us from leaning into the wonderful opportunities that we have today. At some capacity, we all have, right? We're we're humans. We all have. And, but granted, I'm not trying to take away anything from someone who's walking through, uh, you know, uh, maybe a deep, dark depression or someone who's dealing with some really, really uh, heavy shame and guilt uh, from something that's that's been done to them. So so don't mistake my exhortation and, and my challenging you to, to see things from a different perspective. Don't mistake that for me taking uh you know, taking light, anything that someone may be going through that maybe I've never been through and I don't have a, a, a perspective on, you know, I don't have a reference point to maybe something that happened to uh, a particular person. So let's just, let's call it what it is. You know, different people are, are at different places of pain. And, you know, there there are some people who are, who are, who are living in a place where maybe they think that they've lost all hope. I, I just want to be a voice of encouragement to tell you that it hasn't. You know, I, I don't know the details of all the lies that you've allowed yourself to believe that that have convinced you that you can't move on. But I know this, this without a shadow of a doubt, they are lies. And the truth is, is what you've done or what's been done to you does not have to define you. Maybe this is what you need from this particular episode. Maybe this is what a friend of yours needs to hear, a family member of yours needs to hear, is this. Uh, what someone else thinks of you does not have to become your reality, right? Someone else's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Uh, your current situation is not your final destination, regardless of how uh, how deep or how dark the circumstances are right now, how frustrated or how, or how life may feel like it's spiraling out of control. Your current situation is not your final destination, and your history does not have to become your destiny. I'll say that again. What's happened to you, what's been done in your past does not have to become your destiny. You can use it as a springboard, as a platform to go on to do far greater things than, than anything that's ever been a part of your past. I promise you that. 
So your past does not define you. And I know this to be true because here's what I was going to, here's what I told you I was going to tell you about me. I have failed miserably. I failed miserably in every single intimate relationship in my life prior to meeting my bride because all of the, and when I say every relationship, I mean every single relationship. And here's why. Because they were all built on a foundation that could not last, which were the desires of the flesh. I had a uh, uh, a perspective of relationships and romance and sex and marriage and dating that wasn't healthy. You know, I, I was very selfish. And because of that, uh, relationships went to a place that they didn't need to go to uh, prematurely. And so therefore... Uh, the relationship wasn't built to last because of how the relationship was set up on the front end, right? Obviously, you're picking up what I'm putting down. There's no need in, in throwing out a bunch of details that's unnecessary to discuss, but I'm just I'm just calling it what it is. As a man, as a father, and as a husband, as someone who cares about speaking truth and building people up, listen, I'm just going to tell you like it is. I treated every relationship prior to that poorly. So there was a lot of guilt. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of regret. A, a lot of thoughts of unworthiness. A lot of thoughts of I'm not. I'm not. I'm not adequate enough. I'm not equipped to love and lead a woman to really be uh, a great uh, husband, a great father. I don't know. You know. I just I, a lot of these ideas, right, were, were were really weighing me down, and I had a very poor expectations for my future and the future of any relationship that I may have. Matter of fact, I'd, I'd really given up on love. I, I, I didn't even think love was for me. I thought, you know what, I'm never going to get married. This is crazy. But then Jayla came along. And it wasn't Jayla that was, that was the savior. It was the creator that created her, that brought her into my life. Because when I look at my wife, I look at, and I'm not saying that there's going to be a person that's going to come save the day, per se. I'm not going to say that uh, your story is, is going to look exactly like mine. I am saying that there will be a situation. There will be a moment. There will be a blessing. There is something that's happening around you that you can look to and see God's goodness and God's glory on full display. And I believe this with every fiber of my being in my heart of hearts. I believe that God is at work in you and around you. And there's something that you can look at right now out of gratitude and, and out of love and out of hope and out of acceptance and out of appreciation and say, you know what? God is still on the throne and he has something good planned for me despite what I'm walking through right now. But God used my wife. He used Jayla even before we got married to remind me that I could choose life in the spirit, that I have died to my flesh and I'm no longer a slave to sin, that I can choose life in the spirit. I can walk in the newness of life and I can work to build a relationship with her that honors him thanks to the work that Jesus had done on the cross. You know, Jayla, I believe, is a, is a tangible form of grace in my life. And I guess why this fell on my heart tonight, I'm, I'm, I, 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 let, me, let me preface this real quick. I think the reason why this fell on my heart is because Jayla was recently out of town. She was, uh, we, had, we actually had a, a, a fitness competition, an obstacle course here locally that, that we ran in together on Saturday morning. And uh, <clears throat> to begin the weekend, it was fun. It was it was tough. I'm not in the best shape that I need to be in. And then after that, she headed uh, out of town uh, for cheer camp. She's also an assistant cheer coach here with with the, with the local school in the in our community. And so she headed off uh, to to spend the rest of the weekend with the cheer program. And so me and Miles were here hunkered down at the house 
alone. We had we had a pizza night uh, on Saturday night. Uh, we went shopping, uh, picked up some groceries, picked up some pizza on the way home, and, uh, and and had a good evening. Closed it down, and Jayla didn't get back until later on in the evening yesterday, which was a Sunday. And uh, and and she mentioned to me how grateful she was to to have a husband and a, and a father in Miles's life. Uh, who's willing to to take care of home and who's willing to look at things not from a traditional husband and wife scenario that when you think about the family unit, you know, guys have certain responsibilities, women have certain responsibilities. You know, Jayla and I, we, we try to work together on everything. You know, there's no household chore that I'm above. There's nothing that uh, she's not willing to do. Uh, we just don't look at it that way. We're a team. That's the way we we look at our family. And so she said some of those things, which obviously warm my heart. I don't think there's anything that feels better as a man to know that 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 you're appreciated and admired and respected by your woman. But uh, I was getting some work done today, and when I came back home, uh, Jayla had made a she had baked a cake, and uh, and it was my favorite cake actually, which is yellow cake with with chocolate icing. And then there was a sign on it that her and Miles had made. It said, "Thank you, Daddy, for showing me what it means to love." And she traced his hands. In uh, in blue marker and colored one green, colored one red, and put some yellow dots around. It. And specifically use those colors because Miles and I have a little jingle uh, when I'm teaching him his colors. We say red, green, yellow, blue. Where is Miles? I see you. And then at the bottom it says I love you, love Miles. And uh, it just felt good. It felt good to see that. And uh, you know I'm actually looking at that sign right now as we're recording this podcast and trying not to tear up. But it was one of those things that was that reminder for me as I really started thinking about, you know, what's the next episode to drop? What's the next thing I want to talk about? There was a time when I didn't think this was possible for me. I'll say that again. There was a time when reading this this little note that I'll keep with me forever until the day God calls me home. There's, there was a time that I didn't think my life could look like this. And I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I don't have it all figured out. Uh, but, and I'm not the best husband on the planet. I'm not the world's greatest dad, but, but what God is showing me and what God wants to show you through other people and through life, if you decide to get up, dress up, show up and not give up, what he wants to, to show you is that you are loved. And I think that's part of what camping out in the past, when, when, when we look at our past mistakes, when we look at our past failures, when we look at all of those regrets, we walk in that shame, we walk in that guilt. What we're really saying to ourselves is we aren't loved enough. No one cares about us enough. My life doesn't matter enough to get up and get on with the show. But my friend, it does. And so I think that's really what what, uh, what inspired me to, to think through th- these ideas tonight and, and, and drop this podcast. You know, when I look at her, I hear God saying these words to me. There's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death, Romans 8, 1 through, excuse me, Romans 8, 1 through 2. I believe that. I feel that in my heart. I feel that in my bones. And and, and like I said a second ago, is my marriage perfect? No. Am I the ideal husband and father? Not by a long shot. Do I have it all figured out? Of course I don't. But I do know that I'm not the man I used to be. And I know this about you, whatever you're going through, you can grow through. Whatever you're going through, you can grow through. And if you're moving in a positive direction, uh, then you can, th- th- then, then your past can be used as fuel for you to grow into becoming the best version of yourself. 
you know, I believe that there is no pain that can't, that, that isn't used for a purpose. That's honestly probably far greater than what you could even imagine, right? There is a purpose for your pain. There is a reason for your past. Uh, but I do know that you cannot get on with your life. You cannot experience joy. You can't experience love. You can't experience the fullness of what this life has to offer and, and, and what God wants to call you into if you don't lay it down and let it go and uh, and graduate from 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 some of those heartbreaks and, uh, and, and, and get on with the show, right? And so, my friend, you may be wrestling with letting go of the past, but listen, I just challenge you to do this. Turn back around, look ahead, and find that form of grace. Find that something in your life that 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 can get you excited, that can give you that hope, that can give you that peace, that can draw you out of of that slump maybe that you're in. Give you a reason to come alive, and it could be a number of things. I don't know what it is for you. It, it could be you know focusing on the the fact that that you're still alive today. Isn't that good enough? The fact that you know, listen, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I'm still kicking. And knowing that I'm here, st- statistics show and prove that if I'm still here, then I've made it through uh, 100% of, of what I've been through, right? You know, so again, not to downplay anything that you may have been going through or anyone else because there's terminal illnesses that are at stake. There are miscarriages that friends and family members that I know of that, that they have recently walked through. There are sudden deaths uh, that, that, that have come upon people. There are financial storms. Uh, there are setbacks after setbacks after setbacks, and people walking uh, walking into work every day with the toxic culture. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, there's just so many reasons. There's so many reasons to hang our head. There's so many reasons that we could choose to lose hope. But I'm telling you, my friend, you don't have to. So wherever you're at today, whatever you're experiencing, I just want to challenge you to remember that. It's okay to look back, but just don't stare. And how that ties into that question I told you I was going to reference before we jump off here is this. is why I use four power questions. One is, is how did I get here? The second is, is why am I doing this? Uh, the third question is, is where am I going? And the fourth question is, is what am I willing to change? And, and I just want to talk about that first one is how did I get here? You know, when you look back and you think about your life, Obviously, if you're in a slump, if if you're struggling, if you're frustrated right now, and if and, and if this word was really for you today, then you know there's there's a lot of chances that there's a really good chance that you're looking back and you're thinking to yourself, "Man, I screwed up there. I wish I didn't do that. If I could have it to do all over again, I would do it much differently." What have you? You know, you know how that song goes. But then we can look back with gratitude, and we can say, "Man, I realized that I didn't get this opportunity without so and so. I know I didn't get where I'm at on my own." Matter of fact doing a lot of the work that I do, I get frustrated when people stand in front of crowds, in front of rooms at conferences, and they're they're giving a, a keynote or, or a workshop, and they say I'm self-made, and I, I just think it's Bush League. No one's self-made. No one, you didn't change your own diaper, right? We Everybody needs somebody. No one got where they're at on their own. You know, if you're, if you're married, and you, maybe you're thinking about those early days when you were married, when, you know, financially it was tight, and, and uh, another couple blessed you by paying for your meal, or whenever you know you were a new parent and you were struggling and, and someone watched the baby for a couple hours just so you could take a daggone shower. Or when you were in college and you were broke, busted, and disgusted like me and you know you, you needed <laughs> you needed some money and some parents and, and your parents or a friend or friend's parents or a grandparent, whoever came through for you, right? 
you know, no, none of us got, you know, maybe the, the job that you have, you know, someone made a, a call for you, right. To make a recommendation and vouch for you and say, Hey man, you should give this girl a shot. You should give this guy a shot. They're going to work hard. They're going to be a team player, right? All kinds of things have happened as a result of someone else being a part of your life and blessing you at whatever capacity. So when I think about that question, how did I get where I'm at? You know, you can either look back with with tons of regret or you can look back with a great deal of gratitude. That's your choice. But based on the conversation that you're having in your head, that determines how you look back. But when you look back, you should be able to learn from it. You should be able to learn from the things that you did. You should be able to learn from the mistakes that you made, from the choices that you made. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. I want to encourage you tonight that whatever you're holding on to, you can look back. You can reflect on it. You can assess what you could have done differently. But what I'm telling you is that if you keep staring, you will continue to trip on what's behind you. You will continue to carry that baggage, carry that that load, carry that burden into the next day and the next day and the next day. And you will not be able to live your life at your highest capacity, operate at your full potential, be the blessing that I know you really want to be. And so let it go, my friend. Let it go. Like I said, what someone else thinks of you is not, does not have to become your reality. Your current situation is not your final destination. And your past, your history, does not have to become your destiny. I hope this word encouraged you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I'm signing off until next time. Thank you for your time. Remember, it's okay to look back. Just don't stare. I love you guys. Let's grow. Hey, thanks again for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode and it added some value to you, could you do me a favor and share it with a friend? If so, I really, really, really appreciate you helping me get the word out about this podcast. Remember, this is your place for weekly encouragement. And as always, my goal is to leave you better than I found you. And my friend, I certainly hope that was the case for you today.